guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. We're finishing up this week as we've talked about the plagues and how the Lord's purpose is to get Israel out of Egypt. And he does that by, as we talked about yesterday, the death of the firstborn, okay? That is the death of all the firstborn in Egypt, and that is eventually what got them out of Egypt. So this is called the Passover, all right? And you're familiar with this. You've heard of the Passover. Just a few things about the Passover today. I just want to give you a little bit of an overview, uh, some symbolism there to kind of show you how this is something that is very much representative of reminding us about Jesus Christ. So the Passover is the most important Jewish holy day. You see on this picture right here. So it's a seven-day festival of Passover. It commemorates the passing over by the angel of death of the children of Israel when they were enslaved in Goshen, resulting in their deliverance from bondage. Now, as you see this picture here, the children of Israel would spread lamb's blood over their doorways. You would have it right on the top post, and then you would have it on the sides there as well. Uh, In some ways, when you connect those two together, it is very symbolic of a cross. Uh, It signaled that the angel of death to pass over them. That's why it's called the Passover. The lamb had to be sacrificed so the children of Israel could live. Now, there's some food that is served at a Passover meal. If you've ever been to a Passover meal, it's a pretty cool experience when you see the symbolism of the food that has been served here. You've got spring herbs that are usually parsley and lettuce, which represents springtime. It's renewed life. You have salt water, which are the tears of slavery and tears of joy of deliverance. You've got the matzah bread. You've got three cakes that are unleavened or unlivened flour and water there's no time to rise during this time that that leaven can represent corruption as well so you get all of that out of there it represents the flight from egypt uh, could also represent the bread of life you've got bitter herbs usually horseradish if you've had horseradish it is a very bitter strong herb represents the bitterness of bondage and slavery and sin then you've got new wine which would be more like a grape juice unleavened, unfermented. You've got a lamb shank bone, which is the Paschal lamb, which was sacrificed, representing the death of Jesus Christ, that unbroken bone, so that we could live. Uh, It's a proxy sacrifice for salvation. There's an egg there, represents new life and rebirth as well. You've got sweet harrow set, which is kind of like, almost like a chutney you put together. Apples, nuts, dates, and honey. It is sweet deliverance from bondage and redemption. So all of the food eaten at a Passover is very symbolic and representative of Israel's flight out of Egypt. You've got even the setup of the Passover meal right here. Uh, You've got a house that is thoroughly cleaned of anything that has been enlivened or that rises. So bread, grains, yeast, fermented alcohol, it's all gone from the house. The table is set up in a U-shape. The youngest boy sits to the right of the eldest man. The elder presides and conducts wearing a, a talit, which is a prayer shawl for temple worship. A place set for Elijah the prophet. I find this fascinating because you've got that, that prophecy in Malachi where it says Elijah will come and will turn the hearts of the children to the fathers and hearts of the fathers to the children. So this is something that they have, they always wait for Elijah. And of course you and I know that in April of 1836, Elijah comes to the Kirtland temple which happened to be a Passover day as well. 
So a place is set for Elijah uh, near the opposite door. It, there's a door right there, again, representing him. Prior to the meal, the afikoman is prepared. It's the matzah bread. It's broken. It's broken in half. It's wrapped in a red linen cloth, and it is hidden up to be discovered later. And the discovering child is given what is called a redemption gift. So bottom line with the Passover meal, it consists of telling stories of the deliverance of Israel. Now, I want you to keep in mind, because you and I probably don't do Passover, Passovers very much in our life, but there are certain things in our life that are very representative of that. It consists of telling stories of the deliverance of Israel. It involves the eating and drinking of highly symbolic foods like bread and wine. The food and drink is partaken of in a prescribed order. The entire meal points to the coming of the Messiah and the past and present mercies of Jehovah. The meal looks forward to the restoration of the priesthood authority and the rebuilding of the temple. That is Elijah's mission. These must happen before the Messiah will come and save mankind from physical and spiritual death. Now, as you're looking at that, you're probably like, oh, Derek, if only there was a gospel principle here. Well, yes, there is. As you're reading those things, you see how representative it is of the sacrament which we take every Sunday. So now one of the things I love about this, it uses the word memorial. In fact, if you go to Exodus chapter 12, verse 14, and this day shall be unto you. So talking about all of this this experience here. This day shall be unto you a memorial. Ye shall keep it as a feast to the Lord throughout your generations. Ye shall keep it a feast by an ordinance forever. You go down to 24 to 27 and it says, and ye shall observe this thing for an ordinance to thee and to thy sons forever. And it shall come to pass that when Ye be come to the land which the Lord will give you, according as he hath promised. Ye shall keep this service. And it shall come to pass that when your children shall say unto you, What mean ye by this service? That ye shall say, It is the sacrifice of the Lord's Passover, who passed over the houses of the children of Israel in Egypt, when he smote the Egyptians, and delivered our houses, and the people bowed the head and worshipped. You go over to chapter 13, verse 3. Three. And Moses said unto the people, Remember this day in which ye came out of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. For by the strength of the hand of the Lord brought you out from this place. There shall be no leavened bread eaten. Goes through, explains all that. You go down to verse 14. And again, here is another reference to this. And it shall be when thy son asketh thee in time to come, saying, What is this that thou shalt say unto him? By the strength of the hand of the Lord brought us out of from Egypt, from the house of bondage. So this becomes a memorial. Now, I looked up the word remember, which is associated with that. So the Oxford English Dictionary defines remember as to retain in or to recall to the memory, to bear in mind or to recollect. Remember also means to think of or to recall the memory of something with some kind of feeling or intention. Remember can also mean to have a mind of and mention someone in prayer. Importantly, remember can mean to commemorate or to preserve in memory by some solemnity or celebration. I remember President Nelson talking about how the word sacrament, when you take the word sacrament and you break it down, it is sacre and mentum. Sacre means sacred, mentum means mind. This becomes a sacred mind moment for us. So just a reminder there, again, because this is something we need to remember, especially as members of the church, where we take the sacrament on a weekly basis, it can get very repetitive and we can get into very much a comfort zone with that. If we will keep in mind 
literally keep in mind during that time period how the Lord, like it says back in that verse 14, by the strength of the hand of God brought us from this world and brought us from bondage, how he has helped us through that bondage of sin. Uh, I love how these chapters are a nice reminder of the things that Israel has gone over. You go back all the way through those plagues, you saw systematically how the God of Israel took out all the gods of Egypt. And now Moses is saying, guys, I want you to remember. Remember how you saw the Lord do this. And if you look for the things in your life, every single day, if you are looking for ways to remember the Lord, you're going to see him every day. And I know that is true. And I'm grateful for these chapters and the truths that they teach me. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.